I don't know. I have a good feeling about this. Hey, Tyler. Hello, friend Craig. Oh, we're Morgan Star Wars. Lass uns über Star Wars sprechen. <laughs> That's right. We are beginning today's episode Germanically. Uh, because, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were we were looking at our analytics, and uh, sure enough, there's a couple listeners in Germany. So uh, that's where the Beatles we, made it big. I don't know if that's true at all. <laughs> oh, you mean the insect? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we thought we'd start off with a little German shout-out to our uh, our big fans overseas. <laughs> Even though we still only said hello to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we also said we like Star Wars. True. We, a collective, we and the Germans. We and Germany. Oh, yeah. Love Starman, Starman Force. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today we are talking about 1994's Mrs. Doubtfire. If I am not mistaken, uh, you are. What? Yeah, uh, I think you are mistaken. Uh, oh, sorry. The card was upside down. Uh, yeah. Today we are talking about. <laughs> Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Or, as they say in Dusseldorf, Attack of the Clones! <laughs> nine. Nine, nine, nine. Mm. Written and directed by George Lucas. Once again. So, Tyler, uh, are we past our point of Legos? Uh, did, are there any sets from this movie that you remember getting? You know... We are getting into that territory. I have a set that I inherited from my sister, and it includes Count Dooku and his little bendy lightsaber. I think it had his bike. His It wasn't a speeder bike, but the thing that he kind of rides around on ominously. And sure, like, a, like a swoop bike. Yeah. And then I also have a droid ship that includes Django. But, mm, um, okay. The one that kind of looks like a snail. Yes. Is that from, that's from this movie? Mm-hmm. I could, yeah. I forgot to look for it. I still can't remember when it, like what scene it's from. But that is about it on the Lego front. The only other thing that I actually do remember as a kid from this movie was the, the line about, You want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. That's a, that is a character named Elon Slees Bagano. And that so that's like his his slang name. He has another name, uh, but it does end up I think being pronounced like sleazebag. So <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, nice. he's he's over there selling death sticks. I want to go home and rethink my life. <laughs> um, so before we get too far out about the Legos, something I checked into because I was like, you know, I don't remember the last time I saw an Attack of the Clones set. Mm -hmm. That's because there are only 19 sets based on this movie, compared to at least double of that 
for all of the other prequel movies and original trilogy movies, at least. How interesting. So, like, the most recent set for this one is a battle pack that just had, like, four minifigs in it and just, like, a small build. Oh, and so that's considered one of the 19 sets? That's that's considered one of those 19, and that was one of, that's the most recent set from this. I wonder why that is. I think it's because Clone Wars, the TV show, Mm -hmm. uh, taking place immediately after this, any sets really that could have been made end up getting based on that one because so many of like the, the threads from this lead into that. Oh. But still we're, we're lacking so many sweet sets from this movie. Like there is no buildable monsters from the Geonosis battle at the end. Mm-hmm. There's no like the, the big gladiator scene. Lego has that massive Coliseum just swap out some pieces on that. And we get ourselves a nice, yeah. Ocean Coliseum. Yeah, and yeah, some monsters and stuff. So I don't know what they're waiting on. Yeah. Get on it, Lego. Or as they say in German, Legat. That actually might be Danish. Uh, <laughs> which is, is, I believe it's Danish for fun, fun play or good play. I, I bet in German it's Lego. That'd be my guess. Well, I don't pay you to be a linguist. So. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into it, in the last episode, I was talking about how much I liked the Naboo fighters and that they only showed up in episode one. And literally, the movie starts off with, you know, right after the paragraphs or whatever, the movie starts <laughs> off with the Naboo fighters guiding in the <laughs> senators. That's right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> to the home planet. And so, um, you know. Sorry about that, guys. I was uh, upset for the wrong reasons last week. Um, but <laughs> yeah, the movie kicks off with the assassination. It's real uh, lighthearted fare. To, to follow along with the, you know all the Jar Jar from the last movie, they were like, you know what? Let's kick this one off with another zinger. <laughs> <laughs> Question. I don't remember. Did the Queen, did Queen Amidala's body double die in the first one? In the first one? Yeah. Like episode one? Uh-huh. No. Okay. Because I wrote, if so, she's pretty Nick Fury about her body doubles, which is funny <laughs> because Samuel L. Jackson is in the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Padme and her life model decoys are just... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry that this happened to you, but maybe look less like me next time. <laughs> if you were blonde... This wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> or like, I mean, they're they're making quite the entrance on their big silvery spaceship. With, yeah, maybe, with the maybe royal it's a, greeting. Maybe don't have the Naboo starfighters lead you in. Yeah, take the bus. <laughs> lead it with somebody else's planet. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a Greyhound stop nearby. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, we they do take the space bus out to see later. You're right. right so. You're right. Towards the beginning, we already see that Jar Jar has uh, a much smaller role in this movie compared to the first one. So don't say George never did nothing for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like he took some constructive criticism. (laughs) (laughs) There's, There's a part where... I mean, really, just this whole situation is weird. There's the Anakin and Obi-Wan talking, and he's like, I don't know, Master, I've missed her for so long. And I haven't seen her in 10 years, Master. And they go on to, like, 
see her again. There's such a weird interchange between them, like awkward kind of measuring contests where they're like, I'm kind of the bad boy around the Jedi. You know, everyone's <laughs> like, no, you're not. Like, <laughs> um, proceeds to like, um, shoot him down in front of his, his girlfriend crush person. And, uh-huh. uh, I'm sure that that really helps the situation de-escalate. <laughs> this, this was like the one point I was trying to get to, but I, I rambled a bunch beforehand. Um, Anakin's like, ah, she covered the cameras. I don't think she liked me watching her. <laughs> Probably not, you creep. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, there's another point where she's like, please don't look at me like that. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Sorry, Milady. This is me, and you know, I'm describing something on a vi- <laughs> auditory medium. I'm looking at Tyler. Like that. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, I made a few comments on the dialogue, I guess, of Anakin, mostly between him and Obi-Wan, but like, I just wrote, man, this kid, he's just the worst, specifically student wise. He's sassing back so much. And I think it's more than just a flex. I think he's being disrespectful and doesn't have the decency to bring it up to Obi in private. (laughs) That said, I don't think Obi is doing anything to help it because he's being a little diminishing and or patronizing to Anakin in that whole conversation in front of Bad Maze. We will not go through this exercise again, Anakin. And you will pay attention to my lead. Why? What? Protection is a job for local security, not Jedi. We will do exactly as the Council has instructed, and you will learn your place, young one. It, it does make you wonder what what their relationship was like between movies, because ten years passes. You know, obviously, for story-wise, uh, I'm glad that we skip ten years ahead, because... Yeah, so we we jump back in here and there's like an implied history, but it's like a a spoken implied history, Mm. not like a actual sort of chemistry between them as as like a brotherhood sort of thing. It's like, yeah, remember when we did that? I haven't felt you this tense since since we fell into that nest of gum dogs. (laughs) You fell into that nightmare, master, and I rescued you, remember? those were the days (laughs) kind of of conversations. And it's like, Oh, okay. They're friends. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Obi-Wan's trying to fulfill this father role that he never agreed to take on, you know, like Mm -hmm. Qui-Gon was the one that was supposed to be training Anakin. And we end up with a more older brother filling in a dad's shoes who Mm. died kind of thing. And it's, it is a, big chemistry switch between what what we see with Qui-Gon trying to take on Anakin as, as a bad one. So yeah, it, it, yeah. it does leave me wondering what that relationship was like between the scenes. So I think it's the first scene we see of the Jedi council, uh, following the blowing up of the spaceship and attack on the life model decoy. Mace is so certain that Count Dooku can't do anything bad. He is a political idealist. Not a murderer. You know, my lady, Count Dooku was once a Jedi. He couldn't assassinate anyone. It's not in his character. Those Jedis, you know, we've been 
are talking about it and will continue to talk about it. They just really can't get over themselves. Sometimes. They need to get their heads out of their their lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Their, their lightsabers out of their ass. Or <laughs> 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 yeah. The dark side clouds everything. Yoda says. But, you know, if they're so certain about anything, why is there so much room for doubt? Their hubris is is abundant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, and and that council meeting too. You know, we see them all sitting around, and Kiati Mundi's over there in the corner with his cone head and stuff. And he's like, "Could this not have just been an email? Like, <laughs> why, do we have to do a full council meeting about this one?" Or... <laughs> So then we have the assassination or the attempt, mm. the attempted assassination. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a pretty sick jump out of the window. Obi just like sees the robot and he runs and just boom, straight through the window and grabs the little, uh, mm-hmm. like floaty droid thing. Yeah. Yeah. The little drone earthworm deliver. Zam Wessel, the assassin was using drones as murder bots back in 2002 before it was cool. So <laughs> before the U.S. government decided, no, that's the ticket. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> in the in the Snyder cut of Attack of the Clones, the Obi Wan's jump out the window is about a twenty-minute scene. Uh, each shard of glass reflects a different version of himself. You're right. <laughs> Just a little Snyder Cut joke for the fans. Let me preface this movie off. I I know we've already kind of been ribbing on it. Let me me preface this by saying I love this movie. I love Attack of the Clones. It's still, albeit a very goofy at times movie, whatever. It's, I I enjoy it. Let me slide him to my pedantry now. Jingo says, Be careful, they're very poisonous. Which means that they would need to be ingested, right? About the centipedes. Yeah. That they would need to be ingested. <laughs> because that's what poisonous is. The poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. All right, so what's the difference between poisonous and venomous? Poison needs to be ingested. Okay. Venom would be injected, stung, bit. So I was like, what? These things, they're going to crawl into her mouth and kill her? I don't know. Again, it's pedantry. It's... (laughs) I mean, not unheard of. Yeah. What? (laughs) Me being pedantic? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, insects crawling in your mouth while you sleep. Uh, Don't don't you swallow like a certain number of spiders a year? Isn't that that a fact? I've heard it's a myth. It's a myth. Oh, is it a myth? Well, thank Proliferated goodness. by Big Spider. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of Big Spider and his lies. <laughs> yeah, if you take the kickback from Aragog that we keep getting, like <laughs> that's a lie. So, um, so I thought that Django Fett was a bounty hunter, not an assassin. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I. Seems like he's kind of treading that line. So what's the difference between a bounty hunter and assassin? Well, I thought bounty hunter, like, gathered the bounty. And I don't know, I guess there's an implication there that you might have to kill the body to gather the bounty. But at least in Red Dead Redemption, you always get more money 
if you bring back the bounty alive. <laughs> you speak as if killing was something I cared about, boy. So yeah, bounty hunter, a person who gets paid for apprehending fugitives. Yeah, that's not so, what he's doing. He's straight up. I mean, he's 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 paying this chick to to kill this. Yeah, the, the the bounty hunter is paying an additional bounty hunter slash assassin to use her bounty hunter slash assassin drone to deliver <laughs> bounty hunter assassin millipedes. Yeah. <laughs> Which are then gonna use their their poison. <laughs> so yeah. six degrees, Kevin Bacon's probably gonna be the one that ends up killing her. I don't know. <laughs> like it always is. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. That girl uh, shapeshifter that did the assassination attempt. Zam. She's dressed like Ming Na Wen that teams up with Boba in The Mandalorian. Ah, she's she's dressed like Finnick? Yeah, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I so can see that. Is Finnick a shapeshifter too? Ooh, I don't know. We don't know yet. Doubt yeah, it, but maybe. Because remember, she's wearing that same little, like, that same sort face of, mask yeah, like, that connects yeah. to the helmet. So, yeah, either that's like a, you know. A uh, costume tie, like that's custom somehow of of Star Wars assassiny people, or yeah, maybe that does have some sort of in continuity cultural significance. That, that that's that's good. I like that. Uh, on the note of her, Anakin says when they're trying to track her down, they're like, "I think he is a she, and I think she's a changeling." I'm like, "That's right. It's 2002. Women can be changelings now too." <laughs> like. <laughs> Okay, so I really enjoyed the galactic Buffalo Wild Wings sing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, I mean, and first, I think it should be noted that in this moment when they land there, Anakin is so much more respectful to Obi. He's like, Sorry, Master. You went in there to hide, not to run. I'm yes, sorry, Master. master. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's very different from... Like even the car ride getting there, <laughs> they they land and he's like, "I'm sorry," uh, but you got the sports on the different screens. I think the Robo Soccer was a nice touch. They end up catching the Changeling, uh, so the, oh, then she gets the right in the neck, and uh, before she dies, she goes, "Wee, Shamit Slimo," <laughs> or some, some like alien language. They act like she didn't say anything. Like, they're not going to just try to delve into what those words mean for a clue. They're just like, well, she's dead now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she does the... Yeah, Yeah. as she's dying. Maybe we're not privy to what she said, but they were... And her last words were something just very benign, like... I love the toast rubbing on. Take care of my centipedes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they weren't her serpent centipedes. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Joke dead. Like I'm the centipedes. <laughs> Mace. Uh, so we... Uh, it's so it's so weird referring to him strictly on a first name basis. Like Mace? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, I know, I know you're talking about... Jedi Master Mace Windu, but like when you're just referring to him as Mace, like. <laughs> all right. So Mace Windu and Obi <laughs> are talking about Anakin's assignment. Obi says he's concerned because Anakin is arrogant. His abilities have made him well arrogant. Yoda, who's 
floating nearby in his little Modoc chair, chimes in and says, Yes, a flaw more and more common among Jedi. Too sure of themselves they are. Even the older, more experienced ones. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the, I mean, the self-awareness. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes on to say that like even the older Jedi, which like, yeah, he could be talking about himself, but he's probably not. But Yoda basically <laughs> just said, kids these days <laughs> youths <laughs> and it's like seriously that's the premise for darth vader is kids these days <laughs> yeah well you know he's he's 800 some years old you gotta <laughs> he's seen several generations of youths come and go <laughs> yeah. if anybody has a right to complain about the previous generation it's Yoda who's been through several centuries of them. <laughs> I guess my complaint was that he's essentially saying if it's not Anakin, it's going to be someone to become Darth Vader. But, okay. you know, like Anakin's destined to be Darth Vader. It's not just some millennial thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the librarian has to be a Jedi? I was wondering that too. That's a good question because she, yeah, she, she's definitely got a lightsaber up her butt. Because, <laughs> yeah, <she does. laughs> like, I, yeah, she's like, if an item does not appear in our records, it does not exist. So yeah, is she a Jedi or is she just uh, a Jedi squib, you know, wants to, just wants to be around him. You know, uh, I'm so glad that like America, Naboo only allows their queens to reign for two terms. <laughs> I was relieved when my two terms were up. The old two-term queen. <laughs> Your two-term and queen. <laughs> two-term queen. <laughs> I'll tell you what she is. She's a two-term queen. That's what she is. <laughs> you know, good. Two-terming. Yeah, this is a good turn of phrase. Then <laughs> there's the potato cows. Running around in the fields there. Oh, you know what? I called them tick cows, and I don't like them. <laughs> tick cows? Yeah. Okay, they look more potato-y to me, but I don't know. Uh, potatoes are the, the ticks of the vegetable world, for, as it's what most people say. Yep. You know what? Let's switch that joke around. Ticks are the potatoes of the insect world, <laughs> most people say. <laughs> so. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> I don't know. I like the potato cows. Well, I they, they ride them around. It looks fun. They got those big potato butts. <laughs> <laughs> You're too tamin. Potato butt having. <laughs> Should I know who Sifo-Dyas is? Uh, no. Uh, not based on anything this movie tells you. So he he was a Jedi, right? He had thought like forethought forward thinking foresight foresight yes he had foresight he could see the future that's i guess the easiest way to say that he could see the future with um, his jedi with his jedi powers yeah which you know jedi are wont to do um but he he was i think one that was particularly gifted with foresight as the kids are calling it these days and he saw into the future that the Galactic Republic would need an army and tried to garner the support of the Jedi to, to build one somehow. 
they refused. So he contacted the Camino, 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 Caminoites, Caminans, Caminoans, them long necks. Um, <laughs> not to, again, I don't want to sound too prejudiced, but them long necks. Um, or to, like I'm, um, in the land before time. <laughs> <laughs> little foot. But, them little foot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, he contacts them and gets them to start the cloning process under, uh, like, I, I think he, he lies and tells them that he, he works for the Senate or something. They say Master Cybertius placed an order for a clone army at the request of the Senate almost 10 years ago. And tells them, that they need to start making a clone army for him. And so they do, but he, he dies before the, like the army is needed. So when Obi-Wan arrives there and he's asking, he's, he's like asking, what, what, what do you do here? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, well, what are the clones that you asked for already? And Obi-Wan's like, Oh yes. Those clones, the ones that I asked for the clones that I, I, I we sent for those clones. Yeah. The clones to kill Cusco. Cusco's clones. <laughs> Those clones, like. <laughs> so he he uh, a passing thought in this movie, and then was flushed out outside of the movie itself. So oh really? Where? Books. <laughs> I think I think he gets a Clone Wars episode as well. So there's a lot of, I guess, just that in this movie. A lot of uh, lore. That's just kind of dumped on the viewer. That's how I felt because back in the council chambers at one point, some random guy says, There hasn't been a full scale war since the formation of the Republic. And then the tall, skinny alien says, A clone army, and I must say, one of the finest we've ever created. Like, how many clone armies are there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I started to say this in the last episode with us needing an anti-hero origin story of Darth Maul, which I still think should happen. Give that boy, uh, Ray Park a job. Um, but he had his job. He had a job. He got electrocuted by Halle Berry and X-Men. You know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? same thing that happens to everything else. What a bad part for him. Anyway, but like <laughs> like all this stuff is just like being thrown at me. It's like, have we talked about it? Is this, will this come up later? Or did I miss something in the first episode? <laughs> you know, and uh, so I could just really, I, I would love another pre-prequel trilogy. Oh, because then I just added, th- like this is later on in the movie, but we learned that Qui-Gon was trained by Dooku. We at least need some standalone films here because there's a lot of cool material. I feel like that's just being like peppered in there and not done anything with, you know, you don't always have to though, with science fiction things, especially just the, the world building of it all is just dropping in lines like that to give the world a more implied history. Just because we don't see it doesn't necessarily pertain to, our story as it stands, but we do with Dooku. He does say that. Um, and you know, it Yoda taught him to whatever extent Yoda was mm-hmm. Dooku's Jedi master. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, I don't know if that's just to, again, expand upon the like implied history that the, the Jedi have and Yoda 
taught someone who turned to the dark side and Qui-Gon taught Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan taught someone who turned to the dark side and it's just kind of showing how cyclical hmm. everything is. The ship that Obi uses to get to the rainy planet is so cool. I I think it looks really awesome. The Jedi Starfighter that has like the circle booster yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is a sweet and it's a sweet Lego set too. Yeah. So it's got Obi-Wan and then Django and Boba. Nice. Despite despite them not having their own ship to fly around, but you know, it gives you something to shoot at with with the Jedi Starfighter. <laughs> you can't see me, but this I'm just acting out floating around in space right now. Uh, you know, I have a fun little bit of trivia. Uh, mm. So the kid that played Boba, um, I was like, do I know him from anywhere? And I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the trivia. That's the trivia. <laughs> no one should know Boba. <laughs> but he, uh, so the kid that played Boba Fett Fire! had played a role in Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. And he played <laughs> the role of Captain Fett. <laughs> Of course he did. Of course he did. I have eyes on what looks like a sandstorm. They find out about the clones. The Jedi do. And Mace is like, we got to tell the Senate what's going on. And Yoda tells Mace, no, nah, don't tell the Senate that we're not very good at being Jedis. I think it is time we inform the Senate that our ability to use the Force is diminished. Only the Dark Lord of the Sith knows of our weakness. If informed, the Senate is, multiply our adversaries' will. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I still don't like Yoda as a person. Those seismic charges. Uh, Don't even get me started on those seismic charges. Yeah. Those things are... Oh, they are powerful. (laughs) Like... (laughs) And not just in like a in context of the of the movie powerful thing, like those just rock my body. (laughs) I as a kid watching that, like in the theaters and that good old Dolby THX surround sound, like and feeling it just. Just, just Nolaning all over the full, place. Full Nolan, <laughs> foghorn, lighthorn. <laughs> You're right, though. Here's here's the seismic charge, and here's the trailer for Inception. <laughs> yeah, uh, to to uh, Tamara Morrison, the guy who plays yeah. Django in this movie, mm-hmm. super cool retroactively watching these movies now uh that like seeing him in the mandalorian because like he just aged perfectly into a role yeah. 20 years later yeah. like it, it's so so cool how that circled itself into itself like yeah really neat um and he's also the perfect age to play older clone troopers because some of the clone troopers did survive you know, past this and, and we see them a lot in rebels and they've kind of been retroactively canonized into the original trilogy as well from like comic books and hmm. outside medias. 
So, you know, it would be cool to see him reprise the role of the clone troopers as well uh, in live action, because again, he, he's just, he's aged into yeah. those roles of older versions of his younger self. It's the coolest, like who knew such an insignificant role would be something cooler. Yeah. 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 It, you know, it's, it's like how Marvel uses the same actor, but de ages them. They've managed to <laughs> use it more linearly for star Wars. Mm. Maybe Sifo-Dyas uh, helped write <laughs> yeah. the foresight. <laughs> uh, when he was trying to figure out what happened to his mom, there's a Jawa. Oh, you're right. He does. He talks to the Jawas, and they're like, that way. Over there. Before we get into Anakin's dramatic descent. Um, so... Owen Lars <laughs> literally owned C-3PO. <laughs> like, C-3PO was their protocol droid on their moisture farm. Uh-huh. And then when it comes back around later, <laughs> he's, he doesn't recognize this. Oh, dear. The <laughs> same droid just because he's in a shinier armor? Like... Again, I know that this is just silly, like... Yeah, it's a little nitpicky, but... Or you could go down this route, which I would prefer, is that he's lived with C-3PO for 20 freaking years. So when he gets to the Jawas, he's like, not that one. Not that droid. (laughs) (laughs) No! Not again. (laughs) He just gets like C-3PO nom flashbacks. I knew you would return. I knew it. Hello. How might I be of service? (laughs) (laughs) Papa Lars. I I don't remember his name. Uh, He's like, we should go inside. We have a lot to talk about. To Anakin, when Anakin goes to their homestead or whatever. He's like, yeah. I'd be out there with them, but after I lost my leg, I just couldn't ride anymore. Until I heal. Until what? Your your leg grows back? What do you mean? <laughs> until I heal. Like, he's because he says, until I heal. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> What's the expectation here? <laughs> and also, it looks like he's been sitting there in that chair for a while. I don't want to... Like, <laughs> it's not... This isn't a fresh thing. It's it's very like the 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 redneck dad who broke his, his, his femur playing high school football, was about to get drafted, and he's like, Oh no, I'll get back in the major leagues once my leg heals up or something. But he actually is just sitting there in his recliner drinking his, his 12th Bud. Yeah. Riding around on his little rascal, just with his little, with his little stick that has the clipper at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is he keeps the blue milk up too high. So he has to <laughs> Anakin just goes to town on those sand people. And <laughs> Tuscans. Sorry. On those Tuscans. <laughs> and, man, uh, he comes back crying to Padme 
And, you know, while I thought that, you know, the, you know, whatever for the, the dialogue. They're like animals. And, and I, I slaughtered, slaughtered them like animals. <laughs> yeah, he comes back. He's crying to Padme. He's like, I just massacred an entire village. And she's just like, take me now. Like, <laughs> yeah. So her trying, no red flags here. <laughs> her saying like she she's like she justifies it by saying, "Well, you're just having feelings, and like we're all human." And it's like, well, it's kind of a little little empty there because <laughs> you, what you just described being human was like a genocidal war crime. <laughs> we're only human. Poe body's nerfed. <laughs> We're only human. They're sand people. That's that's always been one of my favorite lines. Is uh, among Anakin's many like powerful speech moments in this movie. The between like I don't like sand. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's coarse that and like and not just the men but the women and the children too that whole thing it's one of those things that like i think about all the time and then when i when i started seeing memes because again it's something i've thought about since i saw this movie it's just one of those lines that like drilled itself into my head and not in an ironic sense at the time <laughs> but then you know i get online years later and Somebody references the movie, and, and then in the comment section, they're like, yeah, not just the men, but the women and children, too. <laughs> like, things like that. And it, I was like, this is my community. This is, <laughs> this is where I belong. <laughs> All right, so we're, so we're in the Coliseum. We're, we're getting ready to view the execution and the reveal of the monsters. I'm pretty sure that two of the monsters from that scene are the main bad guy, or at least inspired by the main bad guy and the mastermind from Monsters, Inc. Waternoose and Randall. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back to, we're back to Monsters, Inc. Yep. This week again. <laughs> uh-huh. so, okay. Okay. So that, the, okay. So Waternoose being the like spider legs. So like the, the, the green acolyte. one. Yeah. The green the, one with yeah, the claws. Yeah. The, the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then what Randall is the, the, um, like a, the Nexu. It's like the, a purple like cat. cat that has like a little frill at the back even. And like slithers yeah, so around. I don't, I don't think it's purple, but <laughs> it does have like frills on it. All I saw was a Randall chasing him down. <laughs> <laughs> so then the reek though, no, no, the like rhino looking fella. The only thing I could like compare that to was the one that gets the sock stuck on his back. I think he has like a person named George or something. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't figure out what Jango's issue with the Jedi are. I mean, Uh I find out that it's because they chop off his head. Um, (laughs) 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 That's like after the fact. (laughs) (laughs) I was really sad to see Mace Windu kill Django. Yeah. And I think even in the scene, like Mace wasn't too happy about it either. Like when he sliced his head, he's like, I, I felt like there's like almost a gasp in his face. Um, and like, Oh man, I just decapitated this guy, this kid's yeah. dad in front of him. Yeah. And, and then I wrote, I guess that's why Boba doesn't like Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> 
So something that I remember about this movie is the Gogurt ad oh. around it. <laughs> there was some of the best Gogurt advertising I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And that's saying something. <laughs> but there's there's this commercial that stands out in my head so specifically of from from Attack of the Clones and it had like a it showed Obi-Wan and Mace Windu back to back fighting with lightsabers. Okay, yeah. And then we see these two uh, young, almost like preteen boys standing back to back holding their go guards like lightsabers. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Mirroring Obi Wan and Mace Windu fighting off droid bullets <laughs> with their go guards. And yeah. the go guards were awesome. I feel like they glue in the dark. Glue? Anyways, the Gogurt were capable <laughs> of glowing in the dark. Now you can feel like a Jedi with new Gogurt glow in the dark lightsaber too. <laughs> the Gogurt, I think, was capable of glowing <laughs> in the dark. Um, which I think most Gogurt is just by nature of the uh, chemicals used uh, radiating milk product. Yeah, and uh, so I've just, I've, anytime I eat Gogurt, I think about Attack of the Clones. Did you know that Gogurt is just yogurt? I I only have one more comment for this, and just that that Yoda Dooku fight sequence. It's pretty cool. Would you say that it's sweet? I would, I would say that it's sweet. <laughs> oh, look at the little Yoda bouncing around. <laughs> he look like a frog, and he act like a frog. <laughs> Him so green. Oh, yeah. No, that scene is really sweet. You Dooku whipping. Potato butt. Dooku whipping potato butt. Two-term and queen. <laughs> You're two-term and queen. <laughs> I don't know why it's becoming like a Sandlerism. <laughs> like, <laughs> Your potato butt having. <laughs> Dooku whipping. Two-term and queen. Shabadoo. <laughs> what do you rate Attack of the Clones? Well... You know, even though I only saw one Jawa, it was enough Jawa for this movie. And they even had the like Jawa sand cruisers in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm still, I'm going to rate this a four out of four Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> You've been saving up though. I yeah. Mean, like... <laughs> uh, and then this has not been my favorite movie um, by any means. I thought parts of it were enjoyable. Overall, I didn't love it. I'm going to give it a, you know what? I'm going to give it the the episode that it is. It's it's two out of five stars for me. Mm, okay. Yeah. Two out of five. So this is definitely your lowest, lowest totem pole at this point. Yeah. In general, do you think that this one is your bottom of the barrel? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I think so. I, I think if out of the nine movies that I've seen now, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care for this one. Is there any one factor you can attribute that to? Is it just you mentioned that you thought it was a little slow? I it was really slow. Maybe two is too low though, because it did have some redeeming stuff in it. I'm gonna re-rate it. I'm gonna re-rate it to three out of five stars. So the redeeming qualities being what, like the that final the final fight, the final fight with Yoda and Dooku, the battle scene with. Uh, with the clones, the the mm-hmm. actual attack of the clones, um, which like it's named it, and we get a what eight minute 
10 minute long mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like it was a little misleading in the title, but I think there's enough redeeming stuff about it. I mean, we start to get that shift of Anakin turning into Vader, but I don't like Anakin prior to the shift to Vader. I just, mm. I, he's too, he's a sassy brat and I, I didn't care for him. I don't, I don't like the main character. <laughs> <laughs> so four out of four Jawas, three out of five stars, three out of five stars, two out of five scratch, three out of five <laughs> stars. So an average of 2.5 Five stars <laughs> on reviews given by Tyler tonight. <laughs> so next week we wrap up trilogy number two mm-hmm. with Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. I'm being a space snake. Oh, a space snake. It's been too long since we've heard from him. <laughs> Seriously. Power. First entry. Unlimited power. Now. Now. <laughs> Top notch. <laughs> If you prefer to call Jedi Masters by their first names, or have thoughts on a more succinct adjective for glow in the dark, please share us with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at I Have a Good Feeling About This because all the cool kids are doing it. New episodes on Tuesdays. Don't forget to like and subscribe. If we miss something or you have your own thoughts on our theories, rate and review our show from wherever fine podcasts are downloaded.